0: All right, I gotta hand it to Jody. I'm gonna pass out compliments first thing this morning. Uh oh. <laughs> well, hey. Jody is quite the decluttered qu- queen and you're quite the salesperson on both Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist, or wherever you listen. Let go, yeah. So,
1: Couple places. Mm-hmm.
0: Gotta work all angles. You know, my uh, the, the chairs that went with my grandmother's table. Oh which boy, I yeah. had a very difficult mm-hmm. time mentally parting with, and then I realized Jody's right. These mm-hmm. things are they're not a they're not in style. None of the other family members want them. She did her homework. She raised the price back up, and the chairs sold. It's funny, oh. twenty
1: five dollars a piece. Not bad,
0: huh? That's right. I That's mean- a far
1: cry from. From, from 100 <laughs> a hundred bucks, something.
0: Yeah, so you mean you really you, you doubled it and you decluttered, and so uh, I, that's w- good I did too. declutter,
1: and I we the deal was there were ten chairs, I sold eight, so you got to keep two of your favorite nicest ones. Like you know, they're all they were all really all the same, but um, what you don't know is I ended up selling them to this lovely woman. She and her husband came and picked them up, him and his truck and her and her SUV. So we, I helped them load them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They paid cash for them. And um, what you don't know, the lovely thing is that uh, their son just bought a house, like just moved back here and bought a house. And it's for him for his new house. And he has a table, but no chairs. Ah. And so I asked on the way, you know, when we were leaving, so is his table like long or is it's a big round table? Is it really? And that's what these chairs were yeah. you know, made to be around. <laughs> See,
0: my grandmother would be proud.
1: I know. I thought of that, too. And, and then I said, does it have like a big Lazy Susan on top? And they were like, they looked at me like I had a third eyeball. What's that? So, and uh. they, thanks, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but um, our table has that, your grandmother's table, yeah. which is what we have now. We just have more modern chairs
2: around it now. I uh, actually enjoy it. I've given away my, sofa, my old sofas and I gave right. away an old mattress and a couple other things. It's actually fun talking to those the people. Like, right, like gotta, what's going to become, it's become like, of this? this is what they're doing. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, good. It's yeah. going to live still. The yeah. story
0: is always awesome. The other, to Jody's credit here now, um, she sold the chairs and what we went up buying for the table, we got for 50 bucks. Oh! You know, at an estate sale. So you're food. ahead so, still. So wow. it's modernized. Yeah, we're, we're cash flowing positive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, except that those chairs were given to you when your grandmother passed so I suggested maybe we should donate to like well, her yeah, church but, or something because I feel kind of weird about rock walking around with this money that you know what I'm saying or my point is, you—you you know, I mean, you
0: just found the a little enterprising, solution. yeah, yeah. All right, yeah.
1: I can enterprise some more stuff if you let me hit some of your junk. <laughs> Coming up, Jody, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Okay, first one of the morning. Um, Pet Cemetery is not the only horror movie getting a reboot this summer. There's another big one we haven't talked about. That's next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, I've been hearing a lot about and seeing headlines about this new zombie movie that's coming to the theaters and I thought, okay, oh Walking Dead, Zombies, White Walkers, okay. And but then the well, deal how can is, you
0: say that. That's an, an integral part of the Game of Thrones. Oh, theme. I know, I yeah. know.
1: But they're my least favorite part of Game of Thrones, you know. The White Walkers. I'm like, okay, Night King, whatever. What? Why? Well, he's because not it's my... him eternity to walk across a few miles. Know, I'm just not <laughs> as interested in them as every other thing. That's yeah. okay, right?
0: That's also known as go grab a snack time. Yeah.
1: No, I watch it all, but it's not my favorite. Okay, um, I'm tearying all day long. Every scene he's in, I don't miss. Anyway, there's a new zombie movie coming called The Dead Don't Die, and it's filled with superstars: Bill Murray, Steve Buscemi, Selena Gomez, Adam Driver. And I finally watched the trailer. It is going to be hysterical.
2: In this peaceful town. It feels like an old movie. quiet streets. Something terrifying. Something horrifying. This is really awful. Maybe the worst thing I've ever seen. Bill Murray.
1: Was it wild animals?
0: So what are you thinking? I'm thinking zombies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It just looks like this really legit town that we've all been in. And it just looks like it's It's real zombies, but they're sort of poking fun at the whole zombie genre, which I need. You know, because it's yeah. a little bit overdone for me. Mm-hmm. You know, when remember when vampires were overdone. Yeah, and that'll come back, I'm sure.
2: You know, this isn't Bill Murray's first zombie movie. What? He, he was actually a zombie in the movie Zombie Land. I
1: don't know that
2: one. He was a funny zombie. Too. Anyway, okay,
1: look, The Dead Don't Die in theaters June 14th. This is going to be a funny, fun summer hit, but for adults. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and you know that Pet Cemetery is has been remade and is coming to the box office. And it looks yeah. it looks that's super not scary. a comedy. No, no. Um, you remember Chucky, Child's Play. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? Early 90s, the original. Yeah. It's been remade. And did you hear who's voicing the new Chucky? Yeah. Mark Hamill. And he made the announcement on uh, his own you know, social media.
2: Child's play this summer. We're going to have some fun. And remember, he's more than just a toy. He's your best friend. <laughs>
3: That's
1: Mark Hamill well, as the voice of Chucky.
0: He's done a ton of voice acting yeah. in the last 10, 15 years. He's right? really
1: good at it and looking really scary this summer. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Your email answered next in our producer's mailbag. What's on the way, Bailey?
4: Oh, well, Jody, we asked on Facebook about the happiest childhood memory. Yes. You have and comments are flying in. And Lindsay is even second guessing kind of what her mom did when she was a kid. Oh, yeah
1: we love hearing from you you can give us a call anytime 877 310 msj you can hit us up on facebook or instagram it's <laughs> time for the producer's mailbag bailey what's in your bag today
4: uh well we asked the listeners on facebook uh what their best childhood memories were
1: right we did this whole thing and it's it's interesting they've studied it and the happiest most fond childhood memories that we all have are usually simple things you mm-hmm. know Vacations, time with cousins at grandma's house.
4: Holidays. Family dinners, right.
1: Yeah, so it's not like this; these big outlandish things. It's the simple things that so we wanted to hear from you on it.
4: Yeah, and most of the ones that have been mentioned have been family members. Like Lindsay says, uh, my favorite is going to another state with mom to visit relatives, yeah. which to me seems spur of the moment. But you know, now that I think about it, it was more likely planned, and I wasn't told because <laughs> I didn't want it, or it, my mom didn't want me to bug her about it.
1: Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool, Lindsay. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kathy says uh, having dad come home from work early to take us to the ice cream store. And oh. Me and my little brother would be in our PJs and ready for bed, and it was a school night.
1: Oh yay! Ice cream. You know the daddies with their breaking the rules. Yeah. That wins. I say that sounds like
0: Murphy speed. Why are you looking at me?
1: Just Mm -hmm. when I would go have dinner with my girlfriends and the girls were, our kids were little, I remember you agreeing like nine o'clock is bedtime and I'd walk in at 9 20 and they're jumping on the bed and Van Halen was playing. I remember being so mad. What's the problem there? But they loved it. Mm. Yeah.
4: Kelly says my sister and I spent most of the summer with my grandma and grandpa mm-hmm. and we'd go swimming and go out to eat. Plus there were kids in the neighborhood that we became friends with. Then. Oh that's cool. And those were some of the best times of my life. No
1: kidding. That's yeah. What jumps out. Cool yeah. Kelly.
4: Uh, Cassandra says, my grandfather took me to the ice cream truck for an orange popsicle whenever I stayed at their house.
1: Mm.
4: And every
0: little time you things. eat one of those, you probably think of that. I bet. Little things, yeah. little things.
4: Yeah.
1: What about you, Bailey? What's something that jumps out for you?
4: probably all the episodes of jeopardy that i watched uh, <laughs> when i was at, when i was at, yeah. i lived with my not lived with but i spent a lot of time with my great grandma oh. and we watched soap operas and oh, jeopardy yeah
1: which soap opera do you remember the name oh, of it
4: probably all of our children
1: all my children, all my
4: children. All my ah! children. yeah yeah <laughs> i love it yeah. i give him
0: credit for not knowing the, the
1: real
3: name <laughs> all of all it, those you know? children And yeah. that's not
1: about jeopardy it's about her that's right. but still yeah. your association i bet you can play jeopardy well too oh yeah Ah, we love it. We love to hear from you. Um, favorite, most fond childhood memories. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody.
2: Sam's the food dude. Yeah, some of these things are going to sound like uh, leftovers from Maple Fools, but they're actually legitimate, including the new meatless Whopper.
3: Mm.
0: Subscribe to our YouTube page, and you can uh, see the videos, obviously, that we do here, because that's what YouTube's all about, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And come hang out with us later today in the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the
2: Show podcast.
1: Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude.
2: Burger King, and they they announced this on April Fool's Day, which I thought, "Mm mm-hmm. Is it real? You didn't trust it? It's legit. They've uh, announced that they're rolling out, well, right now they're trying it out in St. Louis, the Impossible Whopper. I don't know if you're familiar with Impossible Meats. No, it's a brand that it's not meat meat. It's like veget oh vegetarian based meat. Okay, we've had so. burgers like that before. We bought them in the store frozen.
3: Yeah, how are they? What's I've the name
1: of them. that? I think they're
0: fine if you dress them. I mean, it's if you're expecting it to taste exactly like beef, doesn't or, taste it like doesn't. Like a, but mm. I mean, or turkey. It I can't doesn't, remember the but.
1: name of it. Taylor really wanted to try it, Is it but Boca I will, burgers something like yeah. that. Yeah, Yeah, it tasted like a vegetarian burger.
2: Well, they're trying this out. It's just like a regular Whopper. It's got mayo, lettuce, tomato, everything a Whopper has. Sure, in patty form. You can actually get it vegan by taking off the mayo because the bun, according to Burger King, is a vegan bun. So you can technically have a vegan Whopper. Wow. Flame broiled, of course. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Olive Garden, I don't know if you've seen this one. I saw a picture of this. They've rolled out this uh, new menu called Giant Italian Classics. There's four things on the menu. And they're huge. They're bigger than the regular stuff at at Olive Garden. Okay, Uh, one of them is like a foot long piece of chicken, a chicken breast for their new chicken parmesan. Okay, a foot
1: long chicken breast. Okay, Okay. I don't know where. Want to know where that's grown? (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's also spaghetti and meatballs, which has a 12 ounce meatball and a couple of giant stuffed shell pasta. I, I saw That's a picture big. of it online. Yeah. It's
1: ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, like a basketball sized meatball.
2: Yeah, and uh, just for you, Jody, for Game of Thrones fans too, Mountain Dew has got a new Game of Thrones can that is out right now. It's an all white can. There's white nothing Walker. on it really it's plain white when it's warm now if you freeze it or I mean you put it in the in the, the refrigerator and it turns cold names pop up on the can oh that's clever. the names of the uh, kill list from Aria oh, remember cool. all the names it's got Sar-say, stuff scratched off and the ones that Joffrey, aren't scratched off right yeah. so look for those in the stores right now the hound and Jody I know you like to do the Walmart uh, online shopping, shopping online it's now teamed up they've now teamed up with Google so you can actually talk to your Google device And say, hey, Google, talk to Walmart, and you can make your list that way.
1: You know I'll confuse everything if I try Oh,
2: come on. Push it all the way. You never know what will show up at our house. (laughs) Coming up up with
3: Murphy, Sam, and Jody.
1: Okay, because of this horrible death of this um, college student, Samantha Josephson, um, I don't think I'll ever get into a ride, share, thing, car again without thinking of her. Um, Murphy's like checklist that he always does uh, before getting into a car service. We'll do that for you next. So,
0: you know, one thing we want to do is take a, a what was a tragic story, but turn it into something that you actually can do something about,
1: you know, for your yeah. own personal safety this morning. Uh, Samantha Josephson, I know you've heard or read her name recently. She was 21 years old when she um, called an... Well, she was 21 years old and she passed away. She died. She was murdered days ago um, when she was leaving the entertainment district um, in Columbia's entertainment area, whatever... Um, and she got into a car that she thought was the Uber ride that she had called because she did in fact summon a car. Mm-hmm. There's even surveillance video of her, you know, getting into the vehicle. Right. It's horrible problem was is it was
0: not a, real a legit Uber, Uber vehicle no, yet because obviously she was this murdered. is this is not a, you know a rideshare program's fault. This no. is just one of those you know things. It just really tragic that she did not verify who she was getting in the car with and and then she realized when it was too late Mm -hmm. that she shouldn't have been in there Mm -hmm. um and so it's just a reminder that i mean both uber and lyft have built-in safety features for you to double check a license plate number you know a face um, Not
1: just a make and model, but yeah, usually a right. name make, too. Yeah,
0: make, model, name—you know—face all of those things so that you can verify before you get in. And I always do that. You know, it's, that's my first thing is, is lean
1: in and look at the person and say, "Are you this person?" Yeah. And like look back at your phone. And that's going
0: to be one of the new. Yeah, and they will usually call me by first name if that's the case. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? because they, they see your name on there. Yeah, and so and, and I mean there there are a ton of built in safety, you know, things like that. The the rider, the, I'm sorry, the driver doesn't even know where they're going until they ex- actually accept the ride with you and you get in the car.
2: Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah.
1: How many times have you done a, a program like this, Sam? An Uber yeah. or Lyft?
2: Uh, maybe three or four. Really? And it's usually with, I think I've done it once on my own, but it's usually with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I've we've used it, it a bazillion times. And, yeah. You know, Murphy speaks the truth because whenever we've done it together, that's, he's he's reading off a license right. plate, the car color, the make, and yeah. it's like, yeah. We're all looking out for it. Yeah. Well, and, and I never really did it as much of a, for safety
0: reasons as I did. If you're in a place like when the three of us were in New York City and there are a bazillion mm-hmm. Ubers, you know, you need to know which one is actually coming for you because everybody's trying to catch a share ride, you know?
1: So true. It's something to definitely teach your children who are growing yep. up and who will be, this is just a normal part of their life and world. Well, or, if you've, never, or whatever it is.
0: if you've never done ride share before and this is your first time, I mean, know how to do it. The, the app certainly makes it easy, but you know, you should always verify the license plate and the driver and all that before and the make model before you hop in the car.
1: Um Samantha by the way was set to graduate in May and was going to go on to law school. Mm-hmm. Um and for her for the family there's a GoFundMe campaign that's set up for funeral arrangements and other expenses that you can you can look that up and pledge to it if you want to but it's really grown since Monday. Jody's Hollywood outsider Jennifer Lopez may find herself in court before too long. Nothing as serious as the um, the Varsity Blues moms, yeah. but okay. So there's a guy who says, "Hey, <laughs> there's world, a guy." World of Dance was my idea. Oh, so this happens okay. a lot, you know, in that entertainment world. Somebody pitches an idea. Maybe maybe when you pitch an idea, go in with your own attorneys, you know, because when you pitch an idea, yeah. you give it to the world. Who knows who's going to jump on Have it? Have
2: witnesses. Write it down.
1: He says it was his idea. He pitched it to um, Debbie Allen years ago. Well, he, said he's, he says he has proof. It was 2009. Mm-hmm. He says he has like facts proof. He never heard back from her. Um, so he's also suing her, but she's involved too. And I wrote a letter to NBC and J-Lo when he learned they were producing a similar show. And he says, whoa, whoa, this is mine. What are you doing? Um, he's asking for $6.5 million in damages. Oh, okay. And a source t- says that, look, World of Dance was floated, It was floating around NBC for years and it was the network's concept and they're the ones that brought it to Jennifer Lopez. So she said, he said... Everybody says something different.
2: Why is it when stuff like this always happens, they wait and wait and wait and wait, and then they find a lawsuit? He, I,
1: I, I don't know. Maybe he was w- trying to... Reach them first and not do it. They gave them ample wanna.
2: opportunity to respond, and when they didn't, there you
1: go. Sound like you could be an attorney. Yeah. J Lo will probably never see a courtroom for this. That'll be a team of people helping her with that, along with NBC. I'd like
2: to see how she dances around this. Okay. Uh, are you guys
1: know um about the Bad Moms franchise? Hey,
4: mom. Where's your
1: tree? I didn't want to waste time Christmas tree shopping. I actually just wanted to enjoy
2: Christmas this year.
1: Amy, you are a mom. Moms don't enjoy, they give
4: joy.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I haven't seen the Christmas one. I saw the the first first one and it was hilarious.
1: Yes. Okay. So, and the second one was the bad mom's Christmas. Mm -hmm. Well, apparently there's another bad mom spinoff coming, but it's not what you think exactly. It will focus on the grandmother characters. They were introduced in bad mom's Christmas. Christine Baranski, Susan Sarandon, Cheryl Hines will reprise their roles. Look, it's funny. It worked. That team of women worked. No word on the other, you know, original moms. Bad moms continuing, but it it really totally could. Mm-hmm. Murphy, Sam and Jody. you your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up in your next Outsider around 755 this morning, Alec Baldwin not done with that parking spot harassment case. Uh oh. And Joaquin Phoenix about to scare us all as the Joker.
0: And because life is busy, uh, that's why we've got the Murphy, Sam & Jenny podcast. Anything that you miss here on the show, you can always get on the podcast. And then also enjoy something that we only do on the podcast called After the Show.
1: Um, we all know that we're supposed to drink lots of water. Yeah. It's good for you. And, and in fact... When I do it, right, and when I'm drinking more water, I can feel a difference. Aren't our
0: bodies 80% water? Is it that high? Something like that. Uh, I mean, it's up there. It's, it's I don't think there. it's less than
2: 70%, but yeah. Um, you can actually feel it when you've just been drinking water? I I don't know.
1: I feel a change in me, and Mm -hmm. I feel more energetic, and I also feel like I need it more. Like when when I'm drinking it, I realize, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, this is correct.
0: I mean, having the correct amount of water in your body is what makes the balance, you know, that that gives you energy and other things. Remember our our former producer, Emily, was always about that? Are you drinking enough water anytime? And she's right about that. Water. (laughs) Nine times out of ten, if you're feeling off, it's probably, you know, lack of water that's the issue.
1: Our daughters, Taylor and Phoebe, just sprung it on us on April 1st. On, and it was not a joke. That she just chose the the month of April. Phoebe yeah. said, I'm going to do a water cleanse. A and cleanse? at first I was yeah. like, the word cleanse, I'm like, I'm, I, I said, what do you mean exactly? Yeah, that's kind of radical. She's eating food, obviously. She's yeah. eating whatever she wants. But she's only drinking water for a whole month. Oh, and wow. then when she decided to do it, Taylor decided to do it. So they're both on a water cleanse. Now, the word is As early as yesterday, Taylor was texting Phoebe at lunchtime, oh my (laughs) God, I really want a Dr. Pepper, how are you doing this? But that's the plan.
0: I guess if you're doing that cleanse, you can't really classify caffeine and water as part of the cleanse because you know you can buy caffeinated water yeah.
1: oh I didn't even think of that no yeah. no, no they're, they're talking I mean, about straight up just water just like
0: straight up water no additives no nothing
1: yeah I know this for a fact because I do the grocery shopping and over the weekend Phoebe was like finishing up all the chocolate milk because she was about to start her water
2: cleanse <laughs> so I'm
1: proud of them for that I hope they feel a difference too and I hope they last just ah. because when you set a goal for yourself to to. Meet that goal. Feels good.
2: I'm in the same boat with Taylor, though, because I, I could do it for a couple days and then I got to have some flavor.
4: Sure. I, I ga- I've i got to have something. <laughs> so, Chad,
2: what is the percentage of our body? Water?
4: It's 60% for oh. the overall body, but oh. certain okay. body parts like the lungs and the kidneys are closer to 80.
0: Okay. Ooh. All right. So, see, I was right. That's and somewhere in that neighborhood, obviously, I mean, that's still the majority of your body is water, mm. so you have to have it.
2: How much of our body is Coke? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Give
1: us a call. 877 as we learned this week, the most fond childhood memories are usually the simple things, you know, Christmas Eve, summer vacations, even mm. if they're bad vacations, they still are fond to children. So we wanted to hear from you. What is your happiest childhood memory? Uh, Nikki, coming to you next. To prove it's uh, the little things that really matter the most. What's your happiest childhood memory? Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ.
0: How are you, Nikki?
3: I'm doing all right. I was going to let y'all know about one of my fondest memories that I have. Okay. 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 About- yes. <laughs> my uh, my dad, being a single father, used to sit down and help my sister and I with our uh, with our homework every week. Mm-hmm. Oh, love. When I was in fifth grade we were doing um our spelling words were the 50 states mm-hmm. and um we had just had the uh video class where you know it talks about your body's changing and things like that <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. um, oh my goodness so as we're going through my dad was you know my dad helping me with the spelling words he you know found it out he was finding out the words you know cali-49-a for california (laughs) love it love your dad love it which to this day to this day i cannot spell california unless i found it out like that that's okay (laughs) (laughs) that's how
1: that's how you need to be taught to spell something i do wednesday um, me too i do wednesday
2: that way
3: wednesday okay nikki go ahead yeah (laughs) sorry (laughs) but amongst all of it as he as we're doing this Mm -hmm. When we get to Virginia, he says "Ver Jack Nuh. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, I laughed hysterically about it because that you know we had just had the sure. class in school, sure. But you know, he was actually pronouncing it, sounding it out so that I could learn how to spell it. Right. Ah. Uh, but he, did he know why you were giggling? Was it an awkward moment or was Once fine? he realized, he, he, he caught himself and he realized what he had said and sure. he was like, oh my God. Oh, And he was so embarrassed. Yeah. So embarrassed over it. Yes. But, I wouldn't have traded it for the world. No kidding. That is literally one of my fondest memories as right. a child. But like I said, even to this day. Yeah. Uh, I, and I'm having to write names of states or things. Yeah. There's several of them I cannot spell unless you say I it. put it all together like you sounded it out. Love it. Love it. It's good stuff, Nikki.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Nikki. And I won't ever mess up the spelling of Virginia ever again. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. All
1: right. Most fond childhood memories. We do this because it's like if you're raising children now, it's just the time you spend together and the funny little ha ha's that you don't plan. Mm -hmm. 877-3104-MSJ. Chances are your fondest, most fond childhood memory. You know what I mean. uh, Most Most fond, right?
0: Yeah, you can't say most fondest, but fondest is is, is, is correct. correct. Yes. Okay,
1: you're most fond. That sounds right to me. Childhood memory yeah. is likely something sweet and special and simple, and that's good news for all the parents who you know you want to give your child a wonderful childhood, even though you're living a busy, crazy life. Chances are they've got it if they've got special family time with you. So, best happiest childhood memories eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Yeah, Let's and
0: sometimes sometimes we miss calls from you, and uh, that's why we got the twenty four hour voicemail.
3: Murphy, Sam, and Jody twenty four hour voicemail. Morning, guys.
2: I love your hey, show. Thank you. One of the fondest memories I have of my childhood was waking up at oh god thirty, <laughs> go down to the Ohio River to fish with my dad. Hmm. I'd be bundled up in everything I could put on and uh, get all hooked up into a sleeping bag.
0: Hmm. And my
2: dad would be standing out there with his fishing pole with just a pair of pants on, no shirt, no Uh. shoes, nothing. (laughs) And talking to me about how I needed to toughen up a little bit. Uh. I didn't appreciate it then, but I do appreciate it now because life will either run you over or you can toughen up and run life over.
0: Yeah. Love you guys. Oh. That's great advice. Thank you for the voicemail. Oh, <laughs> I love that for so many reasons. You know what? It's oh. I, I love that when there's a lesson that pops out that you carry with you th- sure. th- through your whole life, even if it was tough. Then you do cherish that later too. You know what I mean? It just, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, that throws me back to my dad in ways you can't know because he, when I was a little girl and I was daddy's girl, I was very. N- not tough i was way too tender-hearted in fact that's how people would describe me in the family you know she's tender-hearted <laughs> like and everything would, everything would make me cry and i was just such a fragile shell and i could tell and see that that bothered him and so many times when working with me whether basketball or we would do stuff together he was teaching me something he was saying toughen up so he would say those words to me mm-hmm. and you know what the only thing that ever caused me to toughen up losing him i feel like that i feel like that's what caused me to toughen up mm. is having to lose him when i was only 16 that absolutely not that crazy that's yeah. you know that's not like fishing with no shirt on but still yes <laughs>
0: well that wouldn't be a good idea for you anyway jody <laughs> <laughs>
1: wouldn't do that
0: anyway reach out to us anytime 877 310 msj
2: we love to hear from you yeah come on jody toughen up. Sam's got music news. The Eagles have set their only performance in the U.S. this year for later on this year uh, in September in Las Vegas because they're going to be doing something very special.
3: Welcome to the Hotel California.
2: I would think uh, probably 99.9% of everybody knows this song here. Hotel California. Yes. Uh, Came from the 76 album of the same name and that's what they're going to be performing for two nights only in Vegas September 27th and 28th. The entire album. Entire Hotel California album.
1: Oh, wow. Not just the one song. The whole album. Like, in order. That's so cool when artists do that. It's a different way to showcase. They can certainly do it. Murphy, you took your dad to see the Eagles last year.
0: Oh, yeah. He loved it. I mean, Obviously, I loved it too, but yeah. They played they, for how long? They played for two hours and 15 minutes. You know, I mean, Glenn <laughs> Fry passed away a year and a half ago or whatever, and so his son and... Vince, well, Vince Gill. Yeah, yeah. It kind of alternated on anything that was Glenn Frey-led. Mm-hmm. It was very well done, yeah. And
2: they do long shows historically, so the album will probably just be a part of what they do in these two Vegas shows. I
1: don't know if they say they're just performing the album. Well, might be a no, they're show. performing
2: it in its entirety, so yeah. for the first time ever. Tickets will be going on sale next Friday. By nice. the way, I didn't realize this. It's the third best-selling album, U.S. album in history.
0: Rightly Rightly so. I need to go back and look because I don't remember
2: what other songs were on it. It had like New Kid in Town was on it. Now I it? know, yeah. That's a so long it may have had too. two or three other hits. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that's uh, end of September Super in cool. Las Vegas. I oh, know you heard this too. Blake Shelton is now pushing to get Gwen Stefani back on The Voice. You found- That's easy. I want her on The Voice. I loved it when she was
1: on. Uh, He showed up to see what she was wearing.
2: Mm -hmm. He feels the show is extra special when she's on. Well, Well, he's in love. That is how they met after all, right? Yeah. Now, the issue, I think, right now is Kelly Clarkson's on there, and she's doing a pretty good job. Kelly and John Legend are the two, I guess, floating people right now, or the rotating people. Sure. Because... uh, Blake and Adam are already, always on there, yeah. so uh, you can can't get rid of those two. Maybe expect to see her. And He said, "If she doesn't come on as a coach, she'd be great as an advisor, maybe on mm, Blake's, Blake's team." team. Yeah, how uh, convenient. Uh, speaking of John Legend, he's got a new uh, reality show in the works.
4: All
3: me.
2: This is where it gets a little confusing. He's he's on The Voice, but he's working with the American Idol people on this new music-based reality show called Love at First Song. Two single artists will perform and. See if they have chemistry, and then they'll live together, practice together, work together, and come up with a brand new song mm. to hopefully win this competition To show. become a that's duet. A, that's a cool yeah. twist on the music contest. I guess there's a million
1: things you can do.
2: Love that's another one. at first song.
3: Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news.
1: All right,
0: coming up next, there's a little something that Jody and I like to do in the car, Sam, that I want to share with you. A game <laughs> hey. we like to play.
1: Proves they were dorks.
0: What's oh. next. So uh, you know, Jody and I have this little game that we play. I say it's a game. It's your just, game. It's my Murphy. game. Oh my gosh! I, it's something that I just think is funny because you know, Jody grew up much more a, a, as a country girl. And I'm very much a city boy. Yeah. <laughs> <And> so sounds <laughs> nice like way, a song. nice way to tap
2: dance around it. Sounds like a song, right? So
0: I mean, our musical backgrounds are, are a little bit different. Yeah. There, we have common areas right yes and then and then there are areas that are just you know different and I just think it's really sweet because when I hear songs that are like true classic country songs you don't know them I rest the
1: time well it's or crazy. I may have heard
0: the song but I don't know the title and the artist that mm-hmm. sort of thing Jody always knows that's the who's singing in the name of the song. And I'm younger every, than you, which every is every single you know. time. Yeah. So
1: my grandparents, well, my grandmother always had country music on in her kitchen and in every part of her house. And then my parents also did the same thing. So I grew up listening to country music. I thought somebody was always cheating, leaving. <laughs> I literally remember being, a, drinking. being <laughs> a little girl thinking this is what grown up love is, always worried about somebody leaving you. No, dear,
2: this is just country music.
1: So what happens is we get in the car to go places and Murphy likes to play old country music and see if I know it.
0: So so what we did oh. the other day it's like
1: wow this song have you heard this Jody? Tell me there's no future in love in of course that's Barbara Mandrell. Mm. I, I mean crank that.
0: Now, see, for me, that's an R&B classic. Yeah, if Loving You is Wrong, I Don't Want to Be Right. That's the version I've heard. But you can see how that becomes a country song. But I, And then when Jody said Barbara Mandrell, I'm like, wow, there's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah. I
1: didn't know it was an R&B classic. I knew it as Barbara Mandrell. And when I was a little girl, I listened to all that. I listened to every single, you know I me, mean, I listened to words. I thought, wow, she's having an affair with a married man. She's not even <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow, it's
1: just Barbara Mandrell. This is what I thought of adults when I was a kid. Yeah. So that was
0: like from the 80s. The ones that really... Really crack me up. Go back even farther than that. Yeah, yeah. Which are like songs from the '70s that are
1: country. This is funny. This one's funny. Don't
4: her, she's all we are
1: at a red light and this came on because you're playing all these. And Murphy's like, you know this, and I'm like, what? I started singing it. Of course I know it, Johnny Paycheck. I have. Like mm-hmm. It's called "She's n- All I Got." Never.
2: Don't
4: I've got. Okay, See, I
0: realize, legendary Johnny Paycheck, when yeah. she told me that, I knew that. I've never heard that song. What? Never, I've never heard that song. Are you kidding
1: me? And again, the theme. Don't take her. Please, she's <laughs> all I've
0: got. No I mean, wonder you're like what's Jolene. Your,
1: what you're exposed to when you're a kid, and that's sticks, what I was exposed right? to. It really yeah. sticks. Now, but it I brings could, back
0: those sweet memories, too, doesn't
1: it? It does. It does, of being, you know, at home with music playing. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Actresses Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin are scheduled to face a judge in that massive college admissions cheating scandal today.
2: The Varsity Blues They're scandal. not the
1: only ones, though, facing that judge. Nine other wealthy parents in that same boat. Uh, the hearing will be public, and that means apparently today we're going to hear about all, all the dirt? specifics. Yeah. You know, maybe more specifics than you know. And of course... The word is they're facing possible prison time for this and hefty fines, of course.
2: I have a feeling it'll just wind up being fines and community service.
1: Either way, either way. If they got that many
2: people involved, maybe there's going to be red carpet service today at the courthouse.
1: Oh, you know this is their worst nightmare. So that's all I know. They're facing a judge today and it is public. So if there's any, I guess, dirty laundry from it, which I guess there will be, you will hear about it awesome. um, later today and you'll get to see about it. Um moving on, Alec Baldwin's parking spot harassment case. Mm-hmm. We thought it was closed and he did his, you know, anger management classes. My microphone
2: is broken. <laughs> <laughs> she broke it with Obama. Okay, she you Obama. remember <laughs>
1: Alex's famous statement after the anger management class is
2: about what he learned? Oh, there were other ang- the, the, that he's the people not that in the class angry. were angrier than him.
1: Yeah, he's like, I was sitting next to a guy who lost it in a restaurant because uh, he got a fork instead of a chopstick. He says, my problems aren't that bad. He still says of this parking spot incident that he thought the guy was trying to run over his wife and son in mm-hmm. the parking lot. You know, the garage and the guy, the spot rather, and the guy's like, No, he went crazy because he's entitled and he thinks every parking spot is his and he punched me. Alex says, It's a he said, he said. Yeah. Alex said, Hey, I pushed him. Anyway, the man claims that alec baldwin went crazy on him and um is going to he just filed a civil suit against alec baldwin so it's not over for him he said since this has happened he's lost 10 pounds he's having emotional distress he can't sleep at night he's seeking unspecified damages so it's not okay. over for alec another hollywood outsider coming up for you around eight thirty today
3: murphy sam and jody your hollywood outsider
0: and Sam, I want to run a little something by you here. Jody uh, mm-hmm. made something for dinner last night that I enjoyed. It was very good. Mm-hmm. But when you hear the title of it, it just kind of throws you for a loop. In fact, when I walked, when I got in the house, the first thing Taylor said is, Dad, um, dinner's almost ready, but I'm a little bit concerned. Ah. And The reason she was concerned is because... Um, and Jody makes a great lasagna, uh-huh. but this wasn't this wasn't like your red sauce type lasagna. This wasn't even sort of like the fettuccine style lasagna, which I've had before, which is good. And that's probably the wrong term. The so- Alfredo—that's one, right? Yeah. More of a cream sauce. Um, this was taco meat
2: lasagna. Ooh,
1: thank you,
2: Sam. Sam. I
1: didn't
0: know if that was going to be Sam's
2: reaction no. or not. See, I've seen taco meat lasagna, and I've also seen where instead of the lasagna noodles, you use tortillas. Right. I did uh. not
1: do that. Okay, so it was so crazy. I started making uh, what uh, I started making um, chili. Yeah, and I had a chili debacle a couple of weeks ago. I think you guys may remember I made it and left it out all night, so uh-huh. we couldn't eat it. So I thought I started to make chili, and I was cooking the meat down, and I couldn't find any seasonings because I had used it all. So I thought, okay, I want tacos. So I start seasoning the meat with tacos, and then I realized I've got no shells, no tortillas.
0: Hmm. and you didn't feel like going to the store i get that i even
1: asked taylor you want to go to the store for me i'm tired so i look in the in the pantry and i've got lasagna noodles and i've got every kind of cheese and so i I said taylor it's gonna be taco lasagna and she made this weird face at me like i had a third eyeball and i'm like i've seen recipes for this
2: this can work and and it's not like it's gonna taste bad no taco meat and lasagna
0: noodles she was
4: very concerned. That's so funny that she didn't want to go to the store to help make the meal but then she finds out what she's is she's like yeah. I don't know if yeah, I want to eat right. that. Right.
1: Welcome no to the aside. irony of a teenager. Yes. but it, um, it
0: was very good. It was, I mean and, and Taylor loved it too. We all had seconds. It was awesome but I had to I wasn't worried about the way it was going to taste. I was worried about the I had flashbacks to my mom's uh, weird creativity with things the that, she, yeah, that she oh. would throw in casseroles and things like that. It was you know?
1: very delicious. Now I cooked it a little too long so next time it needs to be softer i was walking the dogs and lost track of time while it was in the oven and but um it was delicious so mm. next time perfection with taco it was lasagna. great you know me i
0: like the crispy edges now right. this was crunchy but it yeah. was it was still good
1: <laughs> and taylor put sour cream on top of hers what about salsa we didn't have any oh
0: <laughs> we didn't have a lot last night yeah. you know what the problem is here it's all this online, online ordering, shopping. right exactly yeah. jody's spoiled now
1: i forget stuff <laughs>
0: And when you get a free moment today, be sure to like our Facebook page. Uh, That way you'll get notifications whenever we go Facebook Live and when there are new posts. And you can also subscribe to the Murphy, Sam & Jody YouTube channel. Sam always
3: finds the
2: new eats. He's the food dude. Burger King's working on a new Whopper for us. They've teamed up with the folks at Impossible Foods to make the impossible Whopper. And and Impossible Foods, they make meat-free versions of different foods. Okay. So it's going to be a meat-free version of the Whopper. So is this going to be a bigger
0: patty than what they normally make? No, it's still going to be the big whopper size patty. But I mean what Impossible Foods normally makes. I've never had one of theirs, unless they make the Boca Burgers or something like that, which I like, by the way. Impossible
2: Foods does work with some of the other fast food chains. I can't tell you I have to ask an Impossible question. I'm sorry. (laughs) What?
1: Is there some marketing department, their marketing department found that vegetables, vegetarians are having a fit to have something at burger king that has the you know that
2: what got in your bonnet i'm I, just wondering
1: I, I
0: think it's a competitive move okay i don't know if it was independent lab I research think it's
1: wonderful to ha, to uh, offer the option but <gasps> i mean is there a real need for it because most of the vegetarians that i know are not bummed about not being able to eat a whopper oh,
2: yeah but i mean flame broiled delicious whopper you yeah, can get that. Trying. I'm just wondering. a vegan, and by the way, th- it, it comes with everything a Whopper has on it. If you do want it vegan, you just take the mayonnaise off because they're mm-hmm. they're offering it up on a vegan bun too. Got it. So you can get a completely vegan Whopper. At, well, they're trying this out right now in St. Louis, and if okay. it works there, it'll go everywhere. It is sounds like a road trip to me, Jody. <laughs> it seems like to be, there's a lot of fast food restaurants doing that now, offering okay. vegan options. Okay, so then. it must be the new trend. It
1: must be what is the public is demanding
2: yeah uh, well the folks at olive garden aren't going to let that trend get in the way of their new giant italian classics menu uh these are foods that are bigger than the normal like they i saw the picture of this giant shareables ch- chicken parmesan mm-hmm. it is 12 inches long it's like humongous it covers the whole plate i don't know what they're feeding the chicken i don't want to know found these chickens i don't want to know but apparently it's good they've got giant spaghetti and meatballs with a 12 ounce meatballs and giant stuffed How shell pasta
1: done in the middle Whatever. Okay. I
2: see. I have that same issue when I make just make
1: meatballs. regular
0: meatballs. I'm sure, sure it's magic. You know Oven. what? See, they ought to do the impossible meatball. There, you could do a big old twelve. Oh, ounce- they do. Bean meatball. I mean, just
2: try it. Why not? And just in time for uh, Game of Thrones coming out next week, there's a new color-changing can from uh, the folks at Mountain Dew. It's called A Can Has No Name.
1: <laughs> oh, it's that's
2: awesome. plain white, but when you get it cold, it puts the names on there of Arya's kill list. Oh, excellent. And mm-hmm. that is next week, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Thank you, food
1: dude. Coming up, Jody, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Actresses Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin facing a judge today, tell y'all about It next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Actresses Felicity Huffman and Lori Loughlin are scheduled to face a judge in the massive college admissions cheating scandal today. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not the only ones facing this judge, though. Like nine other wealthy families and parents are in the same boat. So that's
2: going to be a nice who's who.
1: This um well they are the most famous. Mm-hmm. The, this hearing will be public and so that means details of what they did specifically is going to it's going to be out for everybody to hear yeah. um later today. Um not just these actresses but everybody in this boat are facing possible prison time and some pretty hefty fines and things like that. Um, you know they've got their big-time lawyers oh, well, yeah. there with them. But the fact that it's public today means when you see headlines today, it's new information. Mm-hmm. Uh, Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin both do in court in front of a judge today.
3: Murphy, Sam, and Jody,
1: your Hollywood Outsider. What is your happiest childhood memory? Because if you think back, it's usually the simple stuff. You need to know that if you're raising kids. 877-310-4MSJ. msj yeah, we
0: got a few of those that uh, we found in the 24-Hour Voicemail, so let's check it now.
3: Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-Hour Voicemail. Yes, hi. I'm just listening to you guys this morning, and uh, you're talking about childhood memories. And I actually have... A really incredible childhood memory that probably most people don't have but um, when I was uh, 10 years old I got to see Apollo 17 blast off at Cape Canaveral in Florida my uh, mom worked for NASA and oh, it was oh, just the most incredible experience to be able to see that rocket blast off and know that it was headed to the moon and uh, mm-hmm. it's even more you know special now that we don't have that program anymore and um you know i am so lucky to have been able to experience that so anyway just thought i'd share that thanks so oh. much bye bye that is
0: that's really no that's pretty kidding. awesome I'm jealous nobody oh. goes to the moon anymore <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Apollo 17, Sam, you're the expert on this. What year would math. that have been? Was that
2: late 60s or early 70s? Early 70s. Super early 70s. Okay. Like 71, 72. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was a, I think that was the last one.
1: Yeah. Oh, Thank was it? Thank you yeah. for that call. That's
2: pretty awesome.
1: 877-310-4MSJ to jump in anytime.
2: Every now and then I like to throw a, na- a random name out there of somebody who passed away that... Kind of slipped under everything, but I want to. But because we don't know who they are, right? And one of the oh. one of these guys just died recently. He's ninety five. His name is Maury Laws. And Never heard of him, exactly. But you've heard of his music. He is the guy who did all the arranging and conducting for all the Rankin Bass holiday specials uh, way back.
3: Uh, oh, he did
1: yeah. What's the no. matter with Memphis? Hey, Nothing. Hey
2: Did those Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, Santa Claus is coming to town, Here awesome. comes Peter Cottontail. Now Obviously, you know, like Johnny Marks wrote Rudolph, and famous people wrote some of those songs, but he's the one that arranged and conducted the music for those to make specials. it whimsical for those. It's funny you say that because they found him, Rankin Bass found him because he was doing music for uh, GE holiday commercials, right? For a couple of years, and they're like, "I like this guy's whimsical nature." Really? Well, let's get him over here on the clay. That's Nation what I stuff. think when I hear it whimsical. Yeah. They said that's the way he. That was his uh. style. That's what they liked from the commercials, so they got him over there. So, I wonder if that
0: approach is what gave him such a long, healthy life. (laughs) Just whimsical, you know, lived to be 95 years
1: old. Saw like.
0: Thanks for having us on while you work. Coming up, uh, we'll have another after the show podcast, a new episode this afternoon.
1: Yeah, I'm super proud of something Murphy's been able to let go of. Bye bye memories. Hello, Cash. (laughs)